And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex. My name's Paul. And if you guys are ready to take a deep dive into our friendship, really give you a part of our lives, then you're in the right spot. Let's get into it. Things are good. I didn't say, I didn't say whatever. I'm doing great in <laughs> my, my boilerplate. I, I had to really think about it though. I, my brain immediately was like, don't say I'm don't great. Say don't say it. I'm great. Don't say it. I'm doing very well. No, things are, things are good. We Looking just, up. yeah, we just wrapped up, uh, a episode 51 episode, a meaty episode yeah. followed by something much lighter. Um, you know, getting this one pre-recorded because we're going to be out of pocket for right after Christmas. Yep. We're not taking a week off because the grind quite literally never stops. As you know, I'm and, having a couple uh, beverages. Yeah. A couple beverages. Yep. Is there any alcohol? In there, there is. Ooh, highly not sponsored, but highly recommend. They're called ranch water. They're like they're seltzers. Usually I'm not a huge mm-hmm. seltzer guy. Cause they're usually like super sweet. And I'm mm-hmm. not a big fan of super sweet, but these are very like mellow. This one's the original flavor, so it's just lime. It's just it's like a real light lime flavor. Yeah. So it pretty much just tastes like it, it tastes a lot like a Topo Chico. Okay. See, I, I'm not a big fan of like real uh, bubbly stuff like mm, that. Okay. Like seltzers yeah. and stuff. But I, hey, to each their own. Like Taylor loves them, and I know you like them. To each their own. Yep. Just a just a preference thing. But anyway. Uh, I know how you're doing. Thanks for asking me, but I'm just going to, you know, what, we can't pretend like we didn't just get done talking yeah. about the Hall of Fame for two hours. So I'm ready to get my heart broken shit. by the Browns. Yeah. What time's the game? Uh, I'm pretty sure it starts here in like a couple minutes. Oh, shit. Okay. I think it's okay. a, I think it's a, it's either a 445 or like a, a 530 start. Okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah, we were going to use this a little fireside chat. Yeah. Everybody just get a little cozy. I have a candle lit and, and everything. You guys can't see it. He does. But I have a little candle lit. And it, <laughs> Don't it's burn smell- your mic. I think the, the, what's funny is the, the scent is actual like campfire. Okay. So, okay. so really, cool I'm, just, I'm just leaning into it. <laughs> yeah, you are leaning into it. This is the exciting stuff. You're like anything to not hear him drone on about war yep. and in this is war the, for one sixty two. So when me and Alex first said that we were going to do a podcast, the first thing that came to my head was a a Cleveland Guardians slash Indians podcast. But honestly, the the next thing was there, there's a podcast I listen to regularly called The Basement Yard. There's a it's a YouTube. He, he started out on, on YouTube, Joe Santagato hilarious it's him and his best friend frank uh frank alvarez and they just literally talk about bullshit for an hour and then it's just them going back and forth talking about stories from when they were younger and then just like reacting to stuff on the internet or just having conversations and uh i don't know i enjoyed that i feel like having those conversations is a lot of fun and and i would like to do more of that 
Yeah. And we talked about doing a separate podcast on, uh, but man, so much goes into this one yeah. and with, you know, full-time schedules and um, just, just everything that goes on. It's, it's hard. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. And a little life update that I've been sleeping on. I think I'll tell everybody is that uh, I'm going to be a dad. Yeah. So I'm going to be an Taylor uncle guys. Ex- yeah, exactly. So we figured this would be a good one. Uh, yeah. March 25th, our first. We're very, very, very excited. We don't know the gender. We don't know. Um, yeah, we're going to wait to find out. And it killed me at first. She was really adamant about it, and it killed me. But then, honestly, other than like the ultrasounds, uh, right now she's 26 and a half weeks in. So it's, it's coming up fast, man. Um, especially with the holidays, it's just like, boom. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, my God, there's like three months <laughs> left. This is crazy. But... We, uh, yeah, we, I've just been sitting on it and, uh, but yeah, after the, I lost my train of thought. Everybody can tell that from a mile away. The, the name chain or the name, the gender, good Lord. Sorry. The gender we, uh, after the ultrasounds, you know, not, it's fine. You know, it's just kind of exciting and it, it, it really bothered me. She does. We have a promise if there's a second that, uh. Well, no, I was like, I will know literally as soon as it's possible, which is like week nine. You can like get blood tests done yeah. and know. So I'm like week nine, I'm a no next time, but it's fine not knowing. It's exciting. We think I have a heavy hunch that it's a girl. We both kind of do. And then the other day we're like, is it a boy? So who knows? I still think deep in my heart, it's a, baby, it's a little baby girl. Uh, see, I, and I would love I that. think it's a boy. I have no, I, I haven't been around Taylor. I haven't been around either of them guys since this has happened. Um, yeah. I've done everything like I've, they they told me over FaceTime. I found out. Um, I have a I have a strong suspicion it's a boy. Yeah. Now it's funny. Someone the other day flip flopped on it, but from the beginning, like there's the old wives' tales, and it's like, you know, if you carry high, and if you get really sick, if you like sweet and salty crap, like you know, there's yeah. some of them are a lot, but she basically lines up with like everything that has to do with like having a girl. Yeah. Um, and I also think that obviously it would have looked like a third leg in there at the twenty week ultrasound. So I gotta think it's a girl because <laughs> I didn't see it. Um, no, I still I really think we're having a girl. I like my gut. I put it like eighty percent plus, and uh, and we'll see. And that's what I guess it'll be fun and also terrifying. Uh, we're also not telling anybody any names. Nobody and people smart. love that. That's smart. Uh, people people love that. And, uh, and that's sarcasm, but no, it's, it's fine. So we, we have a girl name picked out and we've been locked in on one. We're ready. But if it comes out a boy, like, I don't know. Like, you guys haven't thought about a boy name? We, no, we have, we have, we've gone through like every name ever. I've literally read through like the top 500 names, which after 100 is basically just different ways to spell yeah. names. Like, but you know, and I just that's we've what, got a what's couple. funny is people that use like they're like, oh, I want my baby's name to be super unique. There's always so many yeah. names before it just gets weird. Yeah. And honestly, I'm in the personal preference of like, I hate that shit. Like, I don't want to name my kid like. I'm trying to think <laughs> we're going to offend somebody one way or another. Like, I don't want to name him like a creative, ca- you know, like a like a like default fucking Elon name Musk thing. named his kid. It's yeah. like L7 dash well, no, E some some not even a language like yeah well 
No, just more like, you know, like John or something. And there's nothing wrong with that name. I'm just saying I don't want something that like, and I'm Alex and you're Paul. So like, we're nothing really, like you know, super spicy. generic. Yeah, but generic, I guess. But like, we have generic names. So like, whatever. But I also don't want try hard. Names. Exactly. Like, like, I hate that. That is like a pet peeve. It is a pet peeve of my life when people, I just roll my eyes at stuff. So trying to straddle that is, is tough, but we got a couple, you know, it'll be all right um and and we'll figure it out but no we're super excited and so i guess this little fireside chat the last episode of 2021 right yeah the last yeah. episode of 2021 is is this news to share with everybody and we couldn't be more excited so um that's that's where we're yeah at. and uh but, congratulations from me i'm super excited for you, you guys uh thank you i've already bought a whole bunch of shit that that's just chilling <laughs> in my apartment <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do that, but we appreciate it. Oh no, it. it's a whole, it's a, a whole bunch of dumb stuff. Yeah, I I figured like not dumb in a bad way. No, it's stuff I have a like, onesie okay. that says "Guess what?" on the back. It has a chicken on the butt, so it's "Guess what?" chicken butt. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I have a uh, I have a um, uh, a onesie on the way that I I tweeted out about it. I said, "Hey, we before." I tweeted out about it and I said, okay, I can't wait to be passive aggressive at family gatherings around Christmas. And I got it just in time, like Guardian's gear, and I was going to wear it. And it said that all my stuff was going to ship. And I had a gift card from work. I won some contest. Whoops. Um, and I got $100. Uh, actually, it wasn't for a contest. It was because I got on this project team. But I got 100 bucks, and I got a Fanatics gift card. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to buy a bunch of stuff. And... It said everything was going to ship by Christmas. Like, everything will be here in time. Yeah. Cool. And so I order th- two or three shirts and two onesies. One for like three to six months and one newborn. And I'm super excited about it. And the only thing that's going to be here that delivered today is the onesie. Like, the other <laughs> shit isn't coming till like end of January. I'm like, cool, okay. Cool, cool, No doubt, which, no doubt. One of these is not in the right order. Like, the onesie I don't need for three months. Yeah. The shirt I really wanted for the holidays, and it kind of defeated the perp. I needed them anyway, and it was cool to finally get some. But uh, yeah, it is I haven't ordered is. any yet. Yeah. So, but that's that's the big news. But outside of that, uh, yeah, a little fireside chat. I figured let's. I would like to go over some baseball, I guess, memories. You know, we we talk about it. If you know you're around, it's episode fifty two. It's crazy. We used to do two episodes a week, right? Which really got us up to we've done a year's know, worth episode. of episodes yeah the the episode true we finished the year starting in may and ending yeah. this will be the last episode ep- with that, exactly 52. that is a happy accident yeah it is i love it um but yeah i i got a couple and in in throughout these episodes i feel like we've shared we've a, couple at a couple here and i got a couple yeah, but not I, baseball stories that i want to talk. i i, I I picture this being more like a dive into our friendship, kind of some like dumb stories yeah. that we've we've gotten ourselves into. Yeah, and there's a lot of those. I do want to tell some baseball stories. Yeah, I feel it's like I a got baseball some, podcast, uh, but I want I want yeah, to open ones. up to some of our listeners. Like, I, w- I want them to I, the the biggest thing. I think our biggest appeal is that our friendship comes through this comes through the podcast. And I, I want I want people to have a, a look inside of that a little bit. That's that's fair. Well, you you go first then, 
because I, I got some baseball stories and one of them has to do with us. So I'll lead with that one. And then there is a story that has nothing to do with us, but I want to tell it because it's a really good one. Yeah. And I've never shared it at all. Um, What story should we talk about? There's a whole fuck ton of stories. There are a lot of stories. Um, there are plenty. Do you want to tell a story about when I tossed a kid at a concert? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we that's, can tell that. I, that's, I, I can feel tell. like your your family's favorite story to tell. It is. You made me tell that story at our rehearsal dinner for our wedding. I made you? You made me come over. No, well, oh, oh, yeah, cause, oh, yeah, because my, at the time, girlfriend had never heard it from someone on the outside looking in, and she didn't believe me. Yeah, and then Kyle and I think my brother might have been at that table. It was a bunch of our friends, yeah. so some of them hadn't heard it before. But yeah, so we go, how old were we? We were like, were we like 18, 18 if, to 20. Uh, yeah, we were 18. It was before uh, the Navy. It was? Yeah. Damn. It all blurs together because you moved to Italy. And it, it was It so, was before, I think it was right after I stopped working with you and started working at Summit. And uh, like right before I joined the Navy. Yeah, fun fact, used to manage uh, McDonald's in another life. Whoops. And... Uh, Paul worked for me technically at one point. Yeah, um, it was a little shift. Management. And then I was like, or "This is shithead back then. Uh, this isn't for me." And then I went and worked in a warehouse. You did. You worked at a warehouse and made more money and worked less hours. And it was just. I also worked shit hours. I worked from like four thirty in the afternoon till like twelve thirty at night. Yeah, you did. That did suck. But so. We went to Pittsburgh, which is the most overrated city in America. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Pittsburgh. I could take a leave. The only good thing about Pittsburgh is I forget what the street's called. After being back there, after being an adult, uh, they have the most bars per capita. Okay. All right. And we've been there a few times for concerts. and just. I enjoy enjoy Pittsburgh. I like it, but everybody acts like it's like a New York City or a Chicago. It, not size-wise, but like it's just some grand thing. Yeah. And I'm like, man, driving there sucks. It's the, I've driving driven in, in New any York City. city. Sucks. It does, but I've driven in New York City. I've driven in Chicago for business a bunch. I used to have to do that. Like I've, I've, I've done there. I've been there, done that with driving in crazy places. Pittsburgh blows. Yeah, everything There's is a one whole way. lot of one it ways. Makes, Which be, it makes no sense. Driving in Italy, I feel like. Europe's nothing but one ways and roundabouts. So yeah. I kind of got used to it. No, it's just annoying. And like everybody, I mean, it is, we haven't been to the ballpark somehow, which what were we thinking? We've been there like three times and we've yet to go to a, a Pirates yeah. game, which is supposed to be like number one, uh, you know, next to like Bush Stadium, which we went to over the summer. But yeah, you know, we, so we go to an A Day to Remember concert there. And we spent the whole day. If you're ever in Pittsburgh, you have to go to DeLuca's. It's just yep. outside the city. Best breakfast you'll ever DeLuca's eat. DeLuca's and then Pomani Brothers. You got to get a sandwich from Pomani Brothers. Yeah, but that was a little overrated. I really like Pomani like Brothers. Both like a good pastrami sandwich, to me, there's like nothing better. So yeah, I, went, I, I, I fuck I went heavy with. I went for a with, Philly cheesesteak. I, I fuck heavy with Pomani Brothers. Yeah, I went for the Philly cheesesteak there, which it's obviously not Philly, but it, and it was good, but it didn't blow me away. Yeah. But DeLuca's, best breakfast spot you'll ever eat at. Uh, there's a huge wait usually. You got to wait outside. Cash only. You got to do. I always forget that. Yeah. Cash only. Shit, you're right. And I think they got an ATM. I think we might have had to run there and do that because I never carry yeah. cash. The, the uh, one time, like the couple times we went, you've remembered and I just had to like cash app you or something. 
Yeah, which whatever. But, uh, you know, you pay like 10 bucks and you get enough breakfast like to hold you, you over till dinner. Yeah, till dinner. And it's just delicious. And it's kind of like it's like a not like real, the dive bar. It's like a real old school like, diner. Yeah, like real old school. And it's just amazing. So you have to go to DeLuca's. That's like a staple of our friendship. I feel like yep. it just iconic. God, DeLuca's is so good. We need to get back there. It's been too long. Uh, so we're, you know, we go to the concert and we were seeing of mice and men cause we were so edgy. We were never edgy. We just liked their music. Yeah. So we saw mice and men who opened up. Well, for chunk, no Captain chunk was the actual opener, which I couldn't care less about. Yeah. The only bands I like in that genre. Well, so like mice and men, uh, chunk, and no Captain chunk was a, I, I haven't listened to them. I've listened to them a couple times since, but before that, never heard of them. And then the feature was, uh, of mice and men and the headliner was a day to remember yeah and i've moved on from like a mice and men i haven't listened to them in years and you know a, a day to remember is another breed like they're way above yeah. everybody else that's why they're always the headliner because they're they they're not just that like screamy emo uh like you know it's not a phase mom kind of music they're very talented and so we had we've seen them a few times together but we saw them and it was a really cool venue and I remember it, it was during Of Mice and Men, not a day to remember, that there was a death wall thing, which sounds so dumb to describe. Like, every time I say it, I, like, cringe a little that, like, this is a thing, which I don't really participate in this part of it. I'm not that crazy. Paul's down for whatever, though. And this is, there yeah. was no alcohol involved either. Yeah, we were, we were like 19 at the oldest. Yeah. And... So a death wall, you know, both sides, I guess, run at each other. Again, like telling the story, I cringe like that this exists. But Paul, <laughs> as they're lining up, the lights are up a little bit so you can see. Points to this kid who was pretty scrawny, nothing crazy. He was just looking at me the wrong way. Yeah, but not aggressively. Just wrong place, wrong time. And Paul just does the like where he points to his eyes and then points to the kid. And then Paul acts like a bull and like rubs his foot in place. Like he's like warming up. And I think you might have even done the bull horn thing. Like just to, just to mess just with to this drive it kid. home. And as the two sides come together, which I don't even remember what I did because, again, I cringe thinking that this happens. But in the moment, it doesn't feel as dumb. And I think it's just to, like, mosh or whatever. Because what are you going to do? You got to run and punch each other? I don't know. <laughs> but Paul found this kid and literally yeeted him. <laughs> like, not to physically hurt him. But when I tell you this kid flew, everyone's going to think, like, okay, you shoved him. No, no, no. You're not understanding me. Okay. This kid flew some for, like, five seconds. He got some air. Like, he saw, he saw God. <laughs> Like, for, like, two seconds, there was no concert. There was just, like, am I going to come down from this? I still don't understand how you yeeted this kid. Uh, the kid was completely fine. You weren't trying to fight him or hurt him or anything. But it was just hilarious that you just quite literally tossed this kid. And so that concert, we uh, crowd surfed, obviously. I caught a guitar pick at the end you from did. a day to remember's lead guitarist. He threw it out there. And even though they, they had confetti, they had confetti going off strobe lights. I literally, I don't know how I saw it. And I wasn't up front. Like I'm like what? Two thirds of the way back of the venue. I literally I think, see him. Well, I think at this like point the, we had crowd surf towards the front. Yeah, but we weren't that close. No, we were like, probably like seven, it. eight rows back. Maybe even more. Yeah. I feel like 15, 20. It was like, but it was like, a whole not... clusterfuck. There was no seats. So yeah, no it, one was, it was, it was, it was a whole clusterfuck of people. 
Yeah, and it wasn't like this, you know, someone looked at me and underhand tossed it. Because this is what I remember from that concert. He, like, did the, like, almost like a boomerang. Or not a boomerang, but like a frisbee, like that yeah. flick. And I saw, I don't know how I caught, I was just watching him. And he did it, and I saw it do the, like, frisbee arc. And it kind of, like, starts coming. And the whole time, I don't know how, my eye, like, Hawkeye, just locked in on it. And I just saw it go... And it's coming towards me. I didn't catch it straight up, but it literally landed right in front of my feet. Yeah. But I, in the dark confetti strobe light band playing, I watched him toss it in the whole time, never lost yeah. it for a second. And I'm just like, oh shit, there's a guitar pick. I don't know where that guitar pick is, but that was a fun it story. Was. So we crowd surfed and just uh, randomly found some of our friends from high school. That's true. We just, we're just living our best yeah. life. That was a good we, like, time. We wiggled our way down so we didn't get thrown to the back. Yeah, I crowd surfed multiple times, which me as a person, you can never imagine crowd surfing. But I just said, fuck, yeah. we just said, fuck it and followed, followed the rhythm. So that's that story, which is one of my favorites. This this kid saw Jesus and just <laughs> why you decided to warm up like a bull. No, and no idea with this pork. I would say 98 percent of the things that I do, I don't plan. So <laughs> this is true. Also, fun fact, I got sucker punched at that. Concert. You did. There was and a you were, there you were it, pissed. Yeah, he almost knocked me out, which, listen, your boy can throw hands um, with the best of them, but funny enough. I know how to take a punch. I've, you know, tr- every, if you say you've trained in anything, everybody's like, oh, okay, do you do karate? No, like I've, I've trained in stuff for, for years. I can take a punch because everybody's a good fighter till you get punched. What, Mike Tyson said everyone's got a plan to get punched in the yeah. mouth? I've been hit in my life. I've, I've taken shots to the face. I know what it feels like. That's the closest I've ever been to knocking out. Wasn't a fight. Someone just sucker punched me. It was in a it was in a mosh pit. And I think it was an elbow. I don't know, but it rang my bell. Like it hit me right in the mouth, in the you chin. Had a fat lip my for head. like a week and a half. I staggered. It made my mouth bleed. I thought he knocked out my tooth. Uh, and like whatever happened, I wasn't engaging in anything crazy. Like someone meant to sucker punch me or like was just being reckless. I don't know who yeah. did it. But you didn't accidentally bump into me. Like someone fucking like took a shot at me. And I wasn't doing anything. But to this day, I always remember that. Yeah, my whole upper part of my lip was like black. And I thought he knocked out my tooth. And I found you. You're like, dude, are you okay? I'm like, no, dude. Like I like I'm like wobbling. <laughs> like I'm on the ropes. Like pretty soon yeah. the ref's gonna like be Because I was a little bit hardcore <laughs> moshing at this point. Yeah, like I mean, I he rang my bell. It almost knocked me yeah. out. I staggered. I was like, okay. So to this day, I still rent free. I don't know who did it, but it was not an accident. Someone rang my bell. Um, so I'm going to switch to a baseball story between you and I. And I don't know if we should put this out there, but not enough people listen that we'd get into trouble. But it's my favorite story. So we were probably... Shit, I still have the picture in the other room. I just looked at it the other day because I keep it in my safe because I love Aww, you. And I never want to lose it. It's... Yeah, bitch. It's a picture of us at a Texas Rangers and Indians game. And this little number was fun because we got tickets probably down. I don't remember the significance. I think we just wanted to go to a game. We were probably 17, 18. We weren't that old if, here. If that, even if that. I know. I almost want to run to the other room. and We were, we were somewhere between th- the ages of 16 and 18. Yeah. Ah, now I want to go look. Can you, can you, I, I need like 20 seconds. You need 20 so seconds? Entertain the yeah. People. Uh, oh, quick story that, uh, I'll tell while we wait for Alex to get back for his 18th birthday. Uh, I got him a gift 
And he's like, oh, well, my family's having like a little thing for my birthday down at my house. Um, you should come down. I was like, yeah, cool. No problem. Right. And it was just like his, his mom, his dad, uh, and his brother, I think. I don't think anyone else was there. Well, I thought I was going to give him this gift in, in private, not, not thinking that his family was going to be there. And, uh, me being 17 and a half years old and a, and a dumb idiot, I went to Spencer's and got him a gilf blow up doll as a joke. And Alex, being a pure innocent man, didn't think that I I would have gotten him a blow up doll for his birthday. Uh and so he opened it in front of his parents. Luckily his parents knew me and and knew my personality and thought it was hilarious. Uh so <laughs> they 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 were laughing, but Alex was shook. My parents love it. You're, they literally <laughs> yeah. they call you son. You're yeah. literally their third son because I have a younger brother. Um, I'm their favorite. But son. yeah, no, yeah, a hundred percent. No, you got me a gilf doll, <laughs> and it's hairy. It is, and it literally said on the box three holes to please. Yep. And then for my bachelor party, <laughs> for my bachelor party, you remembered you brought it all the way to I Chicago. No, 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 no. So your brother? No, sorry, my brother. Your, your did. brother, my brother and our friend, our friend Jared. Uh, yeah. drove from Ohio Remember. to Chicago, right? And so they were yeah. about to leave. And you're- well, to Indiana, because oh, I yeah, drove yeah, them yeah. from Indiana up to Chicago. So, and this is important. So, because they had the gilf doll the well, whole no, no, no. time so, that was still at my parents' so, house. So it was still at your parents' house. And Jared and Nick were about to leave, and your mom comes running out with it, like, "No, you guys need to take this." <laughs> oh, I forgot it was my mom's yeah. idea. And so, so or we my ended mom up bringing it the whole the whole time we were in Chicago at the Airbnb. It was blown up chilling in a chair yeah uh, and they like made made like i had to sleep with it they just her they we, hazed we me. took a whole bunch of pictures and then when we came home when we went back to indiana this is the most frustrating yeah, part so when we came back so, we, obviously we deflated it and uh we were traveling back with it and so me out so me and alex drove together and i think jared and nick drove together or did yeah I, they rode back with us they rode back with oh us. Yeah, yeah yeah but they they came out jared and my brother nick came out together yeah and so when we got back we all arrived at the same time and you were saying one more night but they were going yeah. back home because it was like a sunday and we got back at like three or four yeah in the and i wanted i wanted, and I wanted to make drive. sure i saw taylor before i drove I, I went back to virginia yeah you had time it was a little like just me and you time after yeah. a crazy weekend so it's like five hours back or it, none of that's important so they had a reason for Jared and Nick, my my brother Nick, to run stuff to the car as I bend my fingers because they're leaving. Yeah, you know, and and they they're going back to Ohio together. They and <sighs> what I didn't know was they blew up the sex doll, the gilf again, and put it in my two door sports car that was parked outside. And I say that as a redeeming quality, but it's a nicer car. I mean. And it's parked right at this time. We didn't have a garage. We just lived in a two-bedroom, not a townhome, which we have a garage now. Whoops, flex. But it was parked there, two-door, new Audi, and I didn't know it was there. And so I come out to go to work the next day, and there's a fucking sex doll. The, the windows aren't tinted. Like, this is a nicer car just sitting there, and a sex doll is buckled in to the driver's seat of my sports car. <laughs> 
And even worse, when I called Nick and Jared and say, you got to be fucking kidding me. Everybody could see that, and they know I drive that car. Like, there's there's a lot of nice cars. It's I, I don't say it like that. I'm just saying it's not like I was parked randomly somewhere. It's a nicer car, two-door, like, not tinted, right? And, and where I had parked at that time is, like, right by where everybody drives past it because it was, like, a parallel spot. Like, to, through, like, the It was Taylor's like, idea. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I forgot about that. But you can't – I just say this wife's you can't idea. miss it. You can't miss it. Like you yeah. can't. You couldn't have missed that this sex doll was there. And people know I drive. We had been living in the community for a few years, and it was there overnight. And then I find out that as Nick and and it, you guys distracted me somehow because it was Taylor's idea. Nick and Jared, when they took it down, they ran into one of our next door neighbors, like in our apartment mm-hmm. complex thing, had the doll and explained like what apartment, like apartment three hundred one. Alex, he's a weirdo, and then they like, kept moving. <laughs> so they. They put this on my I name forgot at the about same that. time. Yeah, they passed him, and they're they're like, "Oh," and he's like, "Alex and three hundred one, fucking weirdo." <laughs> am I right? And then they just kept going, and then they put it in the in my in the in my Audi. Uh, classic. <laughs> that part sent me. Anyway, so here's the photo. Do you want to remember before you were thick, Paul? Yeah, I was, that. I was a scrawny bitch. Holy shit, look at that. I look the exact same. Yeah. Like, literally, I couldn't look. I just said, uh, That was back when I weighed like shooter. 185 pounds. Like, look how hairy your eyebrows were, too. Anyway, we, uh, that was July 27th, 2013, an Indians and Rangers game. Um, fun fact about this game, what I wanted to talk about was the fact that I had a brilliant idea. Truly, one of my more brilliant ideas. Where we had seats down the left field line, pretty close, pretty good seats. Like I'd say, right in between, in between third base and the left field wall. Yeah, like pretty good seats, probably like five rows up, not bad. And up, we're sitting there. We got there early that day. I think we actually wanted to try and see batting practice, but they didn't hold it that day outside, and so we had a lot of time to just sit there and do nothing, get pictures taken, and I'm and get pictures. Yeah, but not with. Not with players well, yeah, or anything. The, the picture that you just showed. Yeah. And I say this because I had time to do some thinking. And it's brilliant. I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people, as it got closer to game time, that weren't like in their seats, obviously. It didn't look like it was going to fill up a ton. And I'm like, I wonder if you went on like SeatGeek or, or StubHub and you looked up specific seats that hadn't been sold yet. If you could just sit in them, because you would know that no nobody sold them. them yet. Nobody bought them. And I was like, holy shit, 19-year-old Alex, feeling pretty smart. And so I pull it up, and I see, like, on thir- on first base, I mean, what, maybe... I, we weren't, like, directly t- behind home plate, weren't we? Ten, no, it's like 10 seats to the right. It was like an angle of... Uh, we're in the diamond box seats in case yeah. anybody wanted. We're in real like I find, we're like what five rows up? I think it was three. I think it was three rows up. I look and there are two seats that weren't sold, three rows up, like ten row. Like if you're directly behind my home plate, go like ten seats to the right. Yeah, probably. like ten columns I mean, to like, the right. We're just angled slightly away from home. We were plate, close but enough like, to where we texted our parents and like, hey, watch the game and see if you see us. Yeah, and like players, one hundred percent could hear us, like on deck circle, everything. 
So they're like $200 seats. And this is the only time it ever worked. I tried other times and I almost had it work one other it's time. Worked and then two like, other times for me. Yeah. Half an inning in, they kicked me out one or they asked and I said, oh shit, you know, wrong seat. Sorry. Which obviously we sat in $200 seats and all we did is we sat and we didn't move because I knew that the, the, the ushers, if you got up, might check tickets again in this section. So we waited three innings to pee, to get drinks, to do anything until everybody settled down and people don't check your seats. And we sat in $200 seats a piece at this game. And I harassed Jonathan Lucroy, <laughs> who at that trade deadline said we were going to get Jonathan Lucroy. Do you remember? Yeah. And he said, I don't want to go to Cleveland. And he rejected the trade. And I harassed. Uh, you know, I don't know that he was on Texas yet. Actually. I don't think that, that was the been time. A couple, that was 2017. That's another story because it was after the World Series. Sorry, uh, it was 2016. I think he because I wasn't. It. I so, wasn't. But anyway, there for that. 2013. We just we had a blast. We sent two hundred dollar seats a piece uh, when we paid for like fifty dollar. It has never worked for me again. Apparently, it worked for you. Um, me and my. Remember, I would remember try Derek? it again at this point. Yeah, me and Derek did it. Yeah, I wouldn't try it again at this stage in my life, but I will say it was pretty fucking smart. Yeah, I, it's one of my it's one of the smarter things I ever thought of, and it takes a little bit of luck that we just sat there, acted like we belong, because how else would anybody know? And we didn't get up. Nobody bought them. I had somebody buy them one time, I think, also that tried, but I'd only tried it a few times. It worked the first time. And we sat in very expensive seats and sat very close yeah. to the field. And that was a lot of fun. The next story, really fast, and then I'll let, let you tell one or set the stage, is that Jonathan Lucroy won. I harassed the shit out of that guy. I paid for expensive seats to sit very close, like, same thing. Um, just to basically harass same him? section. No, uh, he just happened to be there that day. <laughs> and he had a terrible terrible game and that's after he vetoed the trade in 2016 i believe it was and then because oh why would you want to play in cleveland we had played in game seven of the world series which pain but also we played in game seven of the world series in extra innings and nothing happened his team didn't go to the playoffs or got bounced in the first round i believe was it texas did texas oh, yeah 2016 get bounced in the first round I, and if they even made it no i think they did because I thought that the Rangers were going to beat Toronto and Toronto beat them, I think. We looked that up and just look at the postseason bracket for 2016. Yeah. I thought it was us in Boston and then Texas in Blue Jays. I really Jays don't want to do research for this episode. I know. Just look it up real fast. But anyway, I harassed him. He had the worst game of his life. I think he had two passed balls. And I think he struck out like three times. I mean, I torched him. And I had the whole section going. Paul, you know what a baseball game. We did it over the summer. We got like blackout drunk and oh, we, we made blackout a drunk. lot of friends. Well, not blackout, but we were messed up. We're in Bush Stadium and we made a lot of friends. And when I get going, I get going. I You're right. They that they, man they I lost think, to uh Toronto. Yeah, okay, so I had it right. So they got bounced in the first round. I didn't listen. In the words of Michael Jordan, and it became very personal for me. I flamed. Jonathan Lucroy. The whole like lower bowl section was in on me flaming him. <laughs> He's on the on deck circle. I can see like I can see him. I I saw you see me see you. Like I know you can hear me. And I said, oh, what I said, I said, I think I was screaming at him about like, hey, Jonathan, how was the playoffs last year? You bombed. And I, was, <laughs> I was like, 
you got, I was like, you got passed in the first round. You know what we played in? Jonathan, do you know what we played in? Game seven of the World Series. You suck. And I'm just like, everybody's like, oh shit, this guy's going to go in. And every little thing he did wrong, I was like, I think you're supposed to catch the ball. You're supposed to catch the ball as a catcher, Jonathan. That's how we do it in Cleveland. We go to the World Series. I just like, I fully, and it's better when you know they can hear you because rent free, like, you know, that they can't turn it all the way off. And I just gave him the business. Uh, I made sure he knew. I made sure he knew. I was like, what TVs did you watch last postseason? Did you see any good movies in October? I just was giving him so much shit. I was like, we didn't, we were playing in the world (laughs) series. He's a piece of shit. Oh man. That's funny. I, this is the first time I heard that story. Oh yeah, no, I get I harass all well, I try to be respectful unless it's somebody I don't like, like A Rod, I remember, and and uh I her uh, main players I've harassed is Jonathan Lucroy. I went it it was a solid fifteen minutes I think of my life. When like, we went to a game once we we were I mean this we were up in the second deck, so they weren't hearing us, but we were talking a whole bunch of shit to Miggy. Yeah, but Miggy's really good at baseball. Yeah, but, but we and, were also I mean, it's still fun. We were also young, and we, I, this was during the stretch of time where we were part owners of Detroit. True. So we were just talking a whole now bunch this, of shit. Yeah, no, this was from uh, that. That was a very special scenario. The year after, you yeah. know, he turned his nose up at us and just looked like such an asshole. And then, you know, we played in game seven and he had a terrible, I would love to figure out what game that was just to, I wish I could go back and figure it out because I'd love to look, I mean, I swear he had like two pass balls yeah. and like three strikeouts or so. I mean, he had an awful game. He was scrambled. I think he dropped one and he couldn't find it. And the guy on a strike, he, it might've been a, a, a drop strike three that a guy got to first base on because he dropped the ball and couldn't find it. Or I mean, it was it was not yeah. a game he ever wants to remember, but I let him remember it. So, what other kind of stories do you um, want to tell? Hmm. I I just had one and then I lost it. Uh, I went to the game twenty three of oh, the winning streak I, with Taylor. I, I remember what I, was, what I wanted to talk about. It, it's and it's something more, I guess, sentimental more than anything is okay. back in and during the 2016 and 2017 runs that that we were a part of. Um, obviously, I lived in Italy, so I couldn't go to any of the games. See, And uh, I, I told this story on uh, Quincy's podcast. Quincy. Yeah, I heard it. It was nice. And uh, it's one of my best memories of our friendship because obviously I'm 5,000 yeah. miles away. So I'm, I feel kind of out of touch with everything, but being a, a big Indians fan, um, I was the games didn't come on till like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. But yeah, yeah, just stay I up. stayed up to watch them because obviously I'm not going to miss the Indians almost win a World Series. So me and Alex would hop into Xbox parties together, and. We would sit there and like quote unquote watch the games together, and I would just have my headset on, and we would we would just True. be sitting there with, and we'd spend half the night trying to like calibrate yep. the like so the the delay. But yeah, watching the run together and uh, 
Yeah, that shit's so fun. We did it every year, yeah. every year possible. In we 20... still kind, we still do it. I mean, we don't, we don't. Yeah, we did it. We did it in 2020. This year, we obviously couldn't, but we did it in 2020. Yeah. Even when you're stateside, yeah, it's just fun to. It's it's not often I get to watch games with people that are also Indians fans. Yeah, and uh, so it's fun to be able to. That is to, fun to sit there. I, I do it watching Browns games with some of my my family now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun to be able to sit down and, and watch this stuff with, with people that are close to you, even though I'm hundreds or thousands of miles away. Yeah. Especially when it's like amped up to yeah. where every pitch, you know, you're we did the same thing every, for yeah. the Cavs championship. No, not the Cavs championship. We did it last year for the Browns. I feel like we did it in, in 2016 when the Cavs won. I don't think so. I remember I stayed up and watched it at least in, in Italy. Yeah. I don't I, think I, we did for that. I just remember, obviously, for the Indians every year we did it, yeah. and then we did it for um, we did it for the Browns playoff game last year when they like dropped a forty. Oh yeah, when I got fucking on. plastered. Yeah, because you took a shot for every. Yeah, I, every time the touchdown. every time the Browns scored, I was taking a shot, and then they had that. Obviously, anyone that's a Browns fan had they scored twenty eight points in the first quarter because uh, Pittsburgh had like two turnovers. Um, and then after halftime, me being a Cleveland sports fan, I know that nothing good ever happens for us. So I said, if we finish or if we end up winning this game, I'm going to finish off this bottle. And after we won, I mm-hmm. chugged a bottle of Rumplemans. Yep, because good life, good life. Decision. Because I'm me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, I, those are some of my fondest memories too. It's like I want them to get back so we can do it again, so we can watch them. We can just sit down. Like we were, we'll even find excuses to watch whatever baseball game we can. Like when you came over the summer yeah. for a week, which was amazing. You know, we watched. Uh, you know, we watched. Every, we not only did we go to St. Louis, but we just watched as much baseball as possible. We just like, we watched a lot of Fear Factor together. for some reason. Yeah, we watched a ton of the new Fear Factor as well, and uh, that was fun. We did all kinds of stuff. Yeah. We just chill. We just like hanging out. It's not our our stories might seem like a lot, and they kind of are, but these are just little snippets. You know, for the most part, we're just Jay chilling, hanging yeah, out. Yeah, a majority of our friendship was spent in Alex's basement playing weird video games and eating a lot of food that was way too bad for us. True, which was like one of the hallmark parts of your best man's yeah. speech. We uh, Harry Potter's Quidditch Cup on PlayStation best video game ever is- made best video game ever made don't at me you ever drop a 500 piece <laughs> off on slytherin yeah. because we have guess what i'm the greatest seeker that's ever been yeah harry <laughs> potter who not sorry yeah won't, won't apologize for it uh sorry for party yeah rocking. i w- yeah i was at game 20 the win streak i was at win number 23 yeah. with taylor we went um I just got cheap seats up in whatever for like, you know, 20 bucks a ticket. And I was at, that was the last win of the win streak. That game was nuts because we were losing. And then Lindor hit a double, I believe. And then, or did Lindor double somebody in? I thought Lindor hit a double and then maybe J-Ram. I'm getting this mixed up. I can look it up. uh, I think the double from Lindor was, it went to Alex Gordon, who obviously is like one of the best defensive left fielders like ever. You know, Alex Gordon's a monster, gold glove machine, and he missed it at the wall. And so we got extra bases um, or maybe that's what scored a run. I don't know. But that was just nuts. We were down a run and then we came back and walked it off. I think that 
Oh, who put someone put a line drive into right field to win it? It might have been. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember who it is. Damn it. But I have a video of of Slider streaking after the game. Like <laughs> he ran and he took off his little like shirt thing that he wears. So he was just bare, uh bare slider body and he's just streaking with the flag, just like waving. He was waving the flag and waving his shirt over his head, just streaking. Yeah. I have a Snapchat video saved to my phone. That was nuts to see win number. We thought it was going to end, and then the you know the 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 walk off of it. When this, when I this, think we're down to ch- when this post, you should put that video on Twitter. I can do it. We can. I think it was. Uh, I think it was for two outs too. I mean, we were down to the last thing, and we saw the last win of the the historic. Uh, win streak, which is the most Cleveland thing ever. I was also at win 100 that year. Uh, that was after the streak, I believe. But I was at win number 100. And then uh, I was also at game one and five of the Yankees series. And we talk about it all the time. 2016 hurt like more than anything. But it was so surreal and exciting. There was no expectation. Yeah. It was like, boom, we're in the world. It just, it's a, it's a blur. Like, holy crap. We didn't expect like, to be in the World happened. Series. But then 2017, yeah. we expected it. Like, all year, it was World like, oh, my robust. God, we're going to sweep We're gonna sweep the World Series. Like, we got the whole gang back together. And so I went to game one with Taylor, waited till the last minute to buy tickets. We lived in, like, the Akron, uh, Akron area and waited to the last minute to buy. I found game one, ALDS sold out club seats on a friday night to open up a playoff series for like 95 dollars a ticket someone bailing them at the last second let them go which i always love that shit and so we had free dinner we go there and that's the game that bauer pitched like seven innings of like shutout ball and fun fact lebron was in the suite above us lebron was probably 20 feet from above me i have a picture of it he was hovering over um hell of a game and then i went to game five with um Someone, uh, not my lead, not my manager, but a manager, a regional manager, uh, at my company. And I said, Hey, I'm going to try and pull the, you know, you want to go to game five, right? Because we we're up two Oh, then we got it back at home. We give Kluber the ball. We're down two two, but we're at home. Right. And I said, you want to go? And I said, but I'm going to wait till the last minute to pull the trigger on some tickets. I got like $47 <laughs> tickets and I sat like <laughs> second just above club seats, but same side. They're great seats for there's just not to be a bad a seat in that game. ballpark. No, there isn't. But it was like forty seven bucks. Um, you know, last minute ran up there and just watched the implosion, and that sucked. And I think didn't that? No, not that game. No, that wasn't that game. Never mind. That that was nuts. Um, and it sucked. That one hurt. That one hurt. There were a lot of fucks in the car on the yeah. way home. Just like. I went to bed. Taylor had already went to sleep and she left me a little note like on our closet, like uh, in the entryway. It said, I'm sorry the team won. I still love you more than anything. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like we went to bed and she said, our dog Braxton, we only had one dog at the time. The next morning, she's like, as soon as they lost, I grabbed Braxton. I was like, we have to go to sleep right now. He's going to be so sad when he gets home. He's No, just he's going to be so sad. I don't like... He's like, we just, we got to just go to bed. Like he, he's going to be so sad. And like, we just need to, and I, you know, it's mostly just sadness for me. You get pissed at first and then it's just like, you just get so, it just rips your heart out. Like nothing yep. else. I, I was at game one of the ALDS of 2016. 
with uh, Kyle. Kyle yeah. and I went, sat, sat up in the rafter area of like, I mean, we were way up there. But just to be in there, 2016 against Boston, and that inning when we hit, what, three or four home runs? Robo had two yeah. home runs in that game, and Kip hit one, and Lindor hit one. And we were sitting more towards the pole than not, like two-thirds of the way down the line. And to watch those, that I've never heard that stadium get that crazy as that game, to any game I've been to. I didn't go to the World Series. I almost pulled the trigger if I go back in time, I would have. Game seven, standing room only, where $1,100. And I almost did it, but I couldn't just, I couldn't yeah. justify it. I was like, I, and going back in time, I wouldn't change anything for the memory of my brother, dad, and I being in the basement, like just losing our mind when Raja. I wouldn't trade that for anything. But also if in two worlds, if I could have gone to game seven. I, I we almost, so. I, I remember we almost bought tickets in 2019 to go to the, uh, we, we were, legitimately almost buying tickets to the all-star break yeah we thought about it hardcore we were looking at it planning on it and then it just you it's know they get jacked money. up so much and it's like 500 dollars, and you know and it will go to one one day. yeah it's just it wasn't the one we just decided we just nah you know it, it wasn't the one but uh I went to the 2013 wildcard game, my dad and brother and I, and that was the first time after we had been bad for so long, yeah. right? For like six years. I remember watching that game first with year, my dad. Yeah, my brother, dad, uh, my dad, my brother, and I went and watched as, as ass rebel Cabrera hitting the three double yep. plays in that game. We had so many opportunities and just pissed it away to the to the Rays. God, that hurt, man. That hurt bad. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I guess I should get back on topic for our memory. Sorry, I just I wanted to get those off my chest. Just a lot. I've been of... to some. I've been to some cool games. Yeah. I used to go to about ten games a year when I uh, lived in Ohio. Ten to fifteen. I never I had been to a Indians game at Progressive in a long since. Right after, right after I got back from uh, boot camp in school, when me and you went. Yeah, true. There's a picture of that out there somewhere on my phone. Yeah, too. that was true. that was the last time I've been to a Indians game in Cleveland. Like any in Cleveland, yeah. I'd say because you went to one. In uh, yeah, so and I went. A, to- a girl that I used to date went to the University of Washington, so lived in Seattle, and I went to go visit her. And it was, I went and saw. <clears throat> it was opening day, and we went and saw the Indians play the Mariners in Seattle. Didn't we win? Yeah. And I talked to a whole Ayo. I talked to a whole bunch of shit walking out of the stadium. Um I I had talked her into like wearing my jersey out of the stadium or something. And <laughs> I was just wearing like a, a, a tr- I think I was wearing that red shirt that like you let me wear one time. Yeah, I found. Yeah, I found when I came to visit you or, no, so or you showed it me. It was or- what happened was it was Or you were wearing yeah, it. Yeah, I was on wearing it on, on one of the episodes and it was Something had ha- I was hope I was I was I was back home on leave, and something happened to my shirt. And you let me use one, and it was that shirt. And I just so happened to like forget to give it back. But that yeah. was like five years ago with this, which point. I don't care. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> care at all. That shirt was always just a little big on me. It was one of those mediums that's like more like a large, yeah. and I and wear now like it's a pretty too small for me, medium. pretty much. Yeah, you're a big boy. 
Um, I have to, but yeah, I I fit into an XL like an XL fits me perfectly. They're big boys, six one, like two twenty, two two forty, two fifty, two sixty five. Jesus, you're a big boy. You're not fat. You're just a big boy. I you're beefed just... up a lot. Like if if anyone look, goes back and looks at any pictures from like I know this photo, man. From, like you... so once once. <laughs> Like once twenty, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was a, a a skinny bitch. Once twenty, I would say about like twenty fifteen hit. I started going to the gym to get big, not just to be in like good shape. I went for the sole purpose to to get bigger. Never since then, it's been a wrap. My goal was to get over two hundred pounds. I was at one eighty five for six one one eighty five, which isn't big at all. It's pretty skinny. And uh, my goal, me at like five ten and a half, one sixty five. Like, you don't want this. Uh, so my goal was to get over two hundred pounds, and then uh, once I got over, there's no way I'll ever be under two hundred pounds again. No, you'd be too skinny yeah. for your frame anyway. Which I used to be like one before I started working out. I was about one thirty, yeah. one thirty five. I put on like thirty pounds of muscle, and I've like always maintained yep. it. I'm not in as good shape as I used to be, and like really good. I, I rock the like, perfect dad. Body. I thought about competing. I, I look, I look like uh, you can tell I work out, but every, I also really like beer. Yeah, every mid twenties like Browns fan ever. Yeah, I rock it though. I mean, it works for me. You you <laughs> rock it. You're a hot boy. It's not even a question, man. But yeah. All right, we gotta wrap this up. Um, this little fireside chat. We gotta save some. I God, we have more stories than we know what to do with. Lord knows mm-hmm. we can do next year's episode. Maybe we make this a recurring thing. Like next year's fireside chat, we'll tell some more friendship stories. Yeah. But I would be remiss if I just didn't mention, like, man, as we the last episode of the year, like in seriousness, we we started the year with a third of the following we have now. Uh one Tenth. We started like two months ago with like a third of the following we have now. Yeah, like one-tenth of the followers we have on Twitter now. And like true engagement. Like we have like, you know, we're really engaged on there. Just the whole way that we've gone about this. You know, we've been doing it for, I had to count on my fingers, sorry, seven months. And I mean, we started with, you know, just the in-game season. We got a bunch of new listeners that probably haven't even really heard of our in-season stuff, which is where, you know, most of the value is. And we're way more of an MLB pod than even the Guardians in, during this time. It's just crazy. Um, but yeah, I just, I would just say thank you. I can't believe, you know, we get to do this. Not that we're making money off of it, but it's just fun. And I, I love knowing people listen and that, you know, people enjoy it. And we just like telling the stories. We've been best friends for Oh God! What? Thirteen years? More than that now? More than that? Since like six, sixth grade, sixth, seventh grade? Yeah, me and well, me and you in eighth grade. So, well, I was almost fourteen. It was before. I mean, that's when we We really started. That's when we really started hanging out. But yeah. I mean, 13 years, let's call it. It's crazy. It feels like it's been longer and shorter than that. It feels like longer. But it went, I mean, half our lives, literally. It's insane. So, I love you, man. Yeah, I love you too, buddy. It's pretty cool we get to do this stuff. Yeah. So, I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Uh, Happy holidays. Yeah, I hope everyone stayed safe. Yeah, stay safe. Both COVID 
and New Year's. You know, everybody have fun. Be safe. Traveling. If you're traveling somewhere, be safe. Don't drive drunk. Make good decisions. Call an Uber. Like, have fun, but be safe. Be dad Alex real fast, which technically am now. Whoops. Uh, But yeah, no, thanks so much for an amazing 2021. It's been crazy. We've learned so much. We're always going to keep tuning stuff up. and, And I've just... From where we were to now, you know, you listen to the first episode, we were like, uh, 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 and, you know, to to where we're at now, just talking about people counterclockwise licking our asses when we're angry. We've yeah. Come a long way. Uh-huh. So, Rob Manfred dangling our balls from the front or back. Who cares? Yeah. Drag across his face. We've come a long way. Yeah. So thanks for rocking with us. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, a prosperous uh, new year. Safe new year to everybody. We're going to come back even stronger in 2022. Uh, follow us on Twitter. TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, 216 Baseball Pod. And uh, make sure you follow us and leave a review uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will be back next week for the first episode of 2022, which the Guardians will be World Series champions of. So, guards up, baby. Guards up, baby. Let's go.